This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday the 7th of March. In your sport today, Australia loses a pair of legends. The Ds break records. Australia advances in the Davis Cup. And hugging it out. This is your sport today. We start today with the shock death of cricket legend Shane Warne. Tributes have flowed from all parts of the world since Warne was found dead on Friday in Thailand. He was 52. Gabs, catch us up on what's happened. Yeah, so on Friday afternoon around quarter past five, which was the early hours of Saturday in Australia, Warne was found unresponsive in his room at a luxury resort in Koh Samui, which is in Thailand, by his business manager. Now, Warne had been watching Australia's test match against Pakistan and is then believed to have suffered a heart attack. His manager tried to revive him for about 20 minutes and then around an hour later, he was declared dead at Thai International Hospital. Foul play has been ruled out by Thai police and his body has been taken to the mainland for an autopsy. Yeah, and that's where we'll find out the exact cause of death. But Warne's family said he'd seen a doctor about his heart before he left from Australia. Warne was larger than life, a showman on and off the field. He's Australia's most successful bowler ever. He was voted one of the five cricketers of the 20th century and he delivered the ball of the century in 1993. Gabs, that's just one of many, many highlights we've watched on repeat since Friday. Absolutely, Fez, and really it is a long list. Warney, he was a magician on the field and his record of stepping up in big moments is unmatched. I mean, you just got to think back to the 1999 World Cup semi-final against South Africa or the amazing Adelaide Test of 2006 where he bowled Australia to victory when all looked lost. He was in the headlines for most of his life for his cricket, his lavish lifestyle off the field and the odd indiscretion or two, and he's being remembered as a genius, a generous man, and a giant of the sport. Teammates, rivals, and even rock stars like Mick Jagger have all praised Warren, and the most common feeling around them is that it just doesn't feel real. Yeah, I got to say, Gabs, a couple of days on, and I still can't quite believe it. Uh, Warren is survived by his three children, Brooke, Jackson, and Summer. Warney will have a state funeral, and the MCG's Great Southern Stand will be renamed the SK Warren Stand in his honour. It was a very, very sad day on Friday in Australian sport. Uh, Before we got the news about Warren, that morning, another cricket legend, Rod Marsh, he passed away. He was 74. Marsh suffered a heart attack in Bundaberg, Queensland on the 24th of February, and he never recovered. Gabs, he was an icon of not just cricket, but all Aussie sport. Yeah, and just like Warren, Marsh had that everyman quality that so many Aussies could relate to. And Fez, he was also a master wicketkeeper. He held the world record for test dismissals with 355 when he retired alongside Greg Chappell and Dennis Lilly back in 1984. And the words caught Marsh, bowl Lilly happened 95 times in tests, and that is still the most prolific combination in test match cricket. He later mentored talented youngsters at the Australian Cricket Academy and was also an Aussie selector for five years and 
Like most Aussies, he loved a beer. In fact, (laughs) he had 51 cans on one flight from Australia to London. Uh, Fair to say he needed some help getting off that plane. (laughs) That is very fair to say. Uh, If you're after a deeper dive into the lives of Warren and Marsh, Claire from The Squiz and I did a special episode on the pair. You can find it in your Sport Today feed or by searching for Squiz Shortcuts. While all that was happening, Australia's men's and women's cricket teams were in action this weekend. Uh, Both sides wore black armbands to honour the two legends. And Gabs, it was a leggy who helped the Aussie women get a win. Well, Shane Warne was known as the king of spin, but for the women, it was Alana King who took three wickets in Australia's 12-run win over England in the Women's World Cup in New Zealand. King, she touched the armband after her first wicket, a stumping that Warney would have been proud of, and said after the game he was why she took up leg spin. Now, the men's team, they've had a tougher time in Pakistan. Pakistan made four for 476 declared over the first two days, but yesterday it was Australia his turn to bat and Usman Khawaja made 97. He fell just short of a century before bad light stopped play at 2 for 271. The first test continues today. Watch it on Foxtel and KO. Australia's next match at the Women's World Cup is tomorrow against Pakistan. And today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Name the last Aussie to score a test century in Pakistan. What do you got for us, Gabs? Uh, I'll be a bit uh, cryptic to start the week. Let's say if we were in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, it'd probably be twins, but this guy, I reckon he'd be in junior. Film buffs. (laughs) Going to do well with this one. Uh, Find out your answer at the end of the show. Those who listened last week will know that AFLW player Daisy Pearce has been linked with an assistant coaching role in the AFL, but she's still playing pretty well, uh, Gabs. She helped the Melbourne Demons break a number of records on the weekend. She sure did. Fez, I reckon the obvious headline here is demolition after they <laughs> scored the most points ever in an AFLW game. Now, the Demons, they beat the Fremantle Dockers 107-19, to and that is the highest score ever, passing Brisbane's 98, which happened just a week earlier. Pierce she kicked five goals in the match, including three in the third quarter when the Demons scored 43 points, which again is the most ever in an AFLW quarter. Now, one of the reasons for the blowout score is because the Dockers lost three of their best players to COVID protocols just before kickoff. Yeah, and that big win means the Demons are in second spot on the AFLW ladder, just behind the Adelaide Crows on percentages with just one round to go before finals. It was a huge weekend for tennis fans in Sydney after Australia came from behind to beat Hungary 3-2 in the Davis Cup qualifiers. What happens now, Gabs? Well, it means the Aussies are through to the Davis Cup Finals group stage later in the year. Now, that's going to be played in Europe where Australia will be joined by 15 other countries. But Fez, it didn't look like they'd get there because Australia trailed 2-1 after they lost the doubles match on Saturday. That meant that they had to win both singles matches to avoid elimination. Alex Dimonor, well, he won his match against world number 35, Martin Fuskovic. And then Tanasi Kokonakis, he won his match in straight sets to seal the win. Yep, and this was the first time Kokonakis had played in the Davis Cup since 2015. He said the home support was unreal. The Davis Cup finals begin with the group stage in September. Things can get 
pretty heated on the field between professional athletes and it looked like there was going to be a bit of a blue in the English Premier League on the weekend. But Gabs, it ended in a hug before it even began. (laughs) Yes, this happened in the game between Norwich City and Brentford and they're two teams near the bottom of the table. Now, Norwich's Brandon Williams, he had made a break but was dragged down pretty recklessly by Christian Eriksen. Williams was about to grab him on the ground and maybe even start a fight but quickly realised who it was and stopped straight away. Now, that's because Ericsson had a heart attack while playing for Denmark at the European Championships, and this was actually his very first start since then. Yeah, the players were actually laughing when they realised what was going on. (laughs) Uh, Brentford will be even happier because they won 3-1 to move them clear of the relegation zone. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye and what's coming up. And today, we are launching the Sport Today newsletter. If you want more sports news than what you get in this podcast, the newsletter has links, picks, highlights, trivia, breaks down the big stories. It's got it all. Uh, There's a link in your episode notes to sign up. The newsletter will be in your inbox by 7 a.m. every weekday morning. As for today's trivia question, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, name the last Aussie batter to score a test match century in Pakistan. It was back in 1998, Gabs. Who was it? Uh, it was not Mark Terminator. It was actually Mark War. Mark War with 117 <laughs> in Karachi back in 1998. Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what we do, tell a mate. It's the best way we can grow. Sign up to the newsletter. And we'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.